Hey everyone, this is the Queen of Charisma, Big Juicy, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. This is Demarcio James, and you're listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the majestic one, Misty Marks, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling with Entertainment, bringing you the latest, exclusive breaking news, previewing and reviewing the latest shows from WWE, AEW, New Japan, and everything in between every Saturday, and interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Wednesday on YouTube and Catspot, sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. I am, of course, your host, James J. with Coleco and Coleco Yachts and Scooter Dust, who is not here tonight, but it is still a great day for wrestling. Because we are wrestling with the majestic one, Misty Marks. Ah, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> I wish I had some crowd noises right now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> how you doing there? It's good to be on. It's great to have you. Thank you so much for coming on. How, how are Hello. you? I'm doing pretty good today. You know, the time change messed me up, but I'm I'm okay. Yeah, and I think it uh, messed everybody up. It, it should not be a thing anymore, honestly. I totally agree. Once it goes away, I think a lot of us will be a lot happier. Yes, 100%. Uh, <laughs> but uh, your fans are a lot happier when you're in the ring. When is that uh, coming up next for you? So let's let's look at my planner here. So my next time in the ring would be uh, March 25th at Castroville Chaos in Castroville, Texas in San Antonio. Well, outside of San Antonio. And I'll be going against Mia Friday. So if you guys can make that show, come on out on the 25th. And then at TSW, April Fool's Day on Foolish Business, I will be outside of Dallas wrestling for TSW and I was there to get all your exclusive on me in person. All right. Uh, this is in your first time wrestling me a Friday, correct? This is my first time, correct. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. And where can we find you on social media? So you can find me at Misty Marks, M-Y-S-T-I-I, because I am twice as better than you. Marks at any social media platform, that's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, of course, those links will be in the description of the video below for our YouTube and CastBox. Um, And where could we find uh, merchandise? I don't have any merch yet, but if you can come out to a local show that I'm currently at, you can definitely get some 8x10s or some 5x7s. All right. Now, uh, and what are you going to do? If you see Misty, get an 8x10, obviously. Yeah, get one. Get get three of them if you want. (laughs) And an autograph, of course. And an autograph. Of course. Now, you work for uh, Dark Pound Championship Wrestling. Can you tell us about your relationship with that company? Oh, man. So I started with them last uh, summer. I moved to San Antonio to get that extra um, experience in and get some more training with different, um, different coaches. 
And uh, our relationship has been amazing. Um, they, they really treat you like family and they're willing to work with anybody, no matter what's going on with you personally, physically, mentally, they are, they will open you. They will welcome you in with open arms. I just love it at the dog pound. And that wasn't uh, where you initially started training. Uh, I initially started at um, reality of wrestling with uh, Booker T in um, Texas. Okay. In uh, Texas City. Right. That's pretty impressive going from Buckle T to Jazz. Like, you're getting, like, the full, you know, experience with all this incredible knowledge, no? Yeah. Like, it's important as a wrestler to get all kinds of experience in different minds and from different uh, different of these uh, legends that are out there. So if I got the opportunity, I'm going to jump on it. And I did have the opportunity to work with both, which was an, which is an amazing right now for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it kind of shows as well, how much experience you're getting because you recently competed for a uh, Vixen wrestling revolution, uh, in a three-way match to crown the first ever Genesis, uh, champion. Um, you know, being only being in your first year of wrestling, what did that mean to you? Man, it was a great opportunity for me. I think I really showed that, you know, I can hold my own, even though I have not had much in-ring experience. I think I showed I can, I can carry, I can potentially carry the title one day. Uh, you never know. I might come back and go after Reshe for that title, but it just, it means a lot. It means a lot to me for them to say, Hey, we want to put you in this match. It just shows that I'm getting the experience I'm supposed to, and I'm moving up in the ladder, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, and I mean, she didn't even get the title that night. So who who really won that match? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, I ain't gonna say nothing, but you know, maybe I did win under the table. No, I'm just joking. But uh, <laughs> I mean, when she does get it, I'm pretty sure she's gonna have all those emotions as I did when I found out I was gonna be in the title match. So yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm assuming that uh, a singles match is on your radar. Of course, of course. I, I want to get a title. If I can get a title under my belt within my first year of being in ring, I think that would be freaking mind-blowing. I'm, I'm looking forward to that day. Is that the goal right now? That is the goal. My goal is to get some championships. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, now, you recently talked with... Um, Christy James to go against uh, Maddie Rankowski and Black Widow. Uh, yeah. You know, not some pretty heavy hitters in the indie scene in that match. Can you, can you tell us about us about that match? It was, it was, it was an honor for me to like uh, to be in that ring with those heavy hitters and just for to come out and and get that um, get that win and just. These are some amazing women. Let me just say that. And to just be in the ring with them was a complete honor. You know, we put our bodies on the line just like the guys do. So um, to be in there with them, it was just really good. It taught me a lot because um, I think, yeah, that was my first tag match. And to be in there with Christy James and uh, Maddie and Black Widow was just, <laughs> it was really fun. And I really enjoyed the match. And I'm just happy that I, you know, I got my first win at Dog Pound. It was, it was really good. And uh, that was in your first match against uh, Maddie. Uh, you had a singles match as well. Yes, correct. We've had our, we had our battle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's the little rivalry brewing here. It is. I'm excited to see what me and Maddie can come up with in the future. Maybe we'll have another match at Dog Pound. Maybe another promotion. We'll see. Okay, we're looking forward to seeing what happens there. <laughs> now, uh, you started out as a referee. Um, what did you learn as the dark person in the ring that helped you being a wrestler later on? Um, it helped me learn placing as far as like where to be at in the ring, what looks good on camera, what a face. Um, how to kind of control yourself and slow down, you know, when you're in the ring, because everything goes so quickly in your mind. But at the same time, on the outside, everybody's like, girl, you're going so fast. So it helped me to establish that placing and then also helped me to establish how a match is put together and how it's worked. So that was that was oh, that was a really tough time for me. But I also had a lot of fun doing those matches, especially the title matches that I had the opportunity to call. Any um, odd, odd encounters during matches as a referee that you kind of have to work on the fly with? Ooh, um, there was one match I had the referee that worked on the fly. It was something I just had to call. The match was kind of going a little bit too long. And uh, they were, and I had to go ahead and call it right then and there and say, hey, it's, you're done. Which was the first thing I first time I ever did that. So my mind was just in a, a shock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, whoever was in the match, how did they take that? Oh, it was it wasn't nice at first, but um, after you know everyone emotions calm down, whatever they realize, you know I made the right call. So if if not, you know it is what it is. It's in the past now. Hopefully, I'll be able to work in the future with those guys, and they'll be able to give me another chance as a referee. Oh, so you, you're still doing referee work, even though you're a wrestler now? Every now and then, if I'm called to referee, I would definitely uh, go ahead and take it, but uh, not as much. I'm mostly getting booked to wrestle. Okay. And that's the, obviously, that's the goal, right? That is the goal. The goal is to wrestle, but... Sometimes when you're not booked and someone wants to use as a referee, I see it as a great opportunity to still get some get some reps in and get your face out there too. So, does now being in the ring as a wrestler change changes your perspective as a referee going back to that? And no, no, I still I still believe refereeing is is very much so a part, very important role that uh, that is played in wrestling. And I very much so respect any referee that's in there because it's to me, it's honestly hard to referee. It's freaking hard. So for me, I can do both. If I can referee and wrestle, that just makes me one in a million. And have you heard, uh, you know, obviously being the third person in the ring, uh, there are some hazards that uh, come with that. Were there any close calls or um a misfired shots that kind of caught you as a uh, as a referee? No, thank goodness. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't had any of that. All right. Now, uh, you competed against uh, Elka Torres in a match for Mission Pro Wrestling. Uh, you know, obviously Correct. Mission Pro being one of the bigger promotions in Texas right now. Um, right. How did that come about, and what was that experience like? 
So um, the booking team reached out to me at the time. Uh, I was working at the door for Mission. I have been working at the door since their second show. Just to, you know, uh, just help out a woman's promotion. It was a really big thing for me. I thought it was amazing. So I started at the door working out. At the time, I was still training. Um, I think uh, when I came down to Dog Pound, uh, Thunder was there. She kind of seen what I could do in the ring, and they reached out to me and say, hey, we want you to, uh, we want you to, you know, wrestle in Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a great opportunity, of course. So um, the funny thing is um, I met Erica when I refereed my first match uh, in January of last year hmm. and I uh, met her and um, I remember talking to her, I remember walking up to her and, said, and she had a first match with uh, Charity Kane. And um, I was remember talking to her and I said, Hey, I want you to, I want you to give me my first match. She was like, okay, whenever you're ready, come on, you know, I'll give it to you. And then what do you know? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Four months later, I spoke into existence, and I was I was in the ring with her. So um, it was it was a great experience to be in the ring with her. She's a great competitor. Kind of a full circle moment, right there, right? It was. I remember uh, when I saw her, I was like, Erica, we're gonna have a match. <laughs> she was like, I was like, remember I was talking to you about it. She was like, Yeah, I remember. So you know, that, this goes to show like your words are powerful. So yeah, it was really amazing. And. Um... Yeah, the match, you spoke the match into existence, but um, Erica kind of took matters into her own hands in that match, putting it on her plate. Yeah, she put a little voodoo on me, and you know, that you know that was it. But um, I, I hope to have another match with her soon. I got to redeem myself. I got to let her know that voodoo didn't work, and I'm still out here wrestling. I mean, you can always get uh, call up Papa Sango, get some powder of yourself, <laughs> and uh, you know. I can, I can. <laughs> That's so true. It seems like there's a lot of um, unsettled scores that you kind of need to um, settle going forward. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every every woman that I stepped in the ring with that, that got the win over me, best believe I will be back. Yeah. And, you know, going to Mission Pro, Vixen uh, Pro Wrestling, uh, Vixen Wrestling Revolution, uh, Dark Town, you know, you're doing a lot in a short amount of time, only being, what, uh, seven, eight months into your career? Correct, yeah. What was your mindset being so early on in your career and doing so much? Uh, my mindset was go get it. Like I was in a place at first um, where I was in a new city and it was just me and my dog and <laughs> all I had was wrestling. So, you know, I kind of got into this state of like, you move down here for this. You need to go to training. You need to do what you need to do to get in the ring. So, I put all everything beside me and cause I kept thinking about my family and wanting to be at home in Houston. And I just said, you know what? They all right. They don't need you. They know you out here trying to live your dreams, live your dreams. And so from there on, I just hit the ground one and uh, going to the gym, watching what I eat, um, getting in the ring, making sure I have that cardio that I need, getting knowledge from these two amazing coaches, uh, Jazz and Rodney Mack, and I just kept pushing, and that's what I'm. That's what I continue to do. All right, and you even have uh, 
uh, a trading card uh, minted after you, no? I do. I do. What was, how's, what's that like? Having essentially a baseball card for Misty Moss? It was it was one of those things that just came out of nowhere. Um, they reached out to me. They say, hey, we want to do this for you. And I was like, really? I was like, wow. <laughs> um, sure. So, you know, signed on a dotted line and now I have this card out of me. It's, a, it's pretty cool. Do you have the card like framed in your house now? I have not gotten it yet. I'm actually waiting for it to come in the mail. <laughs> I literally just signed the I literally just signed the paperwork maybe like last month. So I haven't received it yet. Hopefully I'll get it soon. Okay, so they're still printing it. Yeah, they still working on it. <laughs> now uh, correct me if I am wrong here. Uh you dressed up for a match as Shingo uh Shigo from Kim Possible. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a match. It was a Halloween costume. Uh, it was it was Halloween. It was Halloween night, I believe, uh, when Dog Pound had a show. So yes, I dressed up as Shigo. Can you tell us about that? Uh, about the selection of Shigo. So I really didn't know what I wanted to be for Halloween, but I knew I wanted to bring some kind of fun to you know who Misty Marks is, you know, outside of wrestling. So I was like, man, I really want to dress up. Let me find a costume. So uh found this costume and I was like, Shigo, that's perfect. Like I can be Shigo. And I just remember uh the funny thing is, before I found the costume, maybe like two months before that, I was watching Kim Possible on Disney, on Disney Plus. So I was like, okay, she gonna work, because you know, I know all the stuff she's been doing. So <laughs> I put the costume on and I walked in and literally mostly everybody um, that was there did not know it was me. <laughs> they did. They had no idea. Like I was hugging people. I was saying, hey, you know, shaking people's hand. And they was like, Misty, I did not know that was you. And I was like, really? They's like, they's like, because we don't see your locks. You got your, you got your wig on. You actually look like Shigo. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, I appreciate that. But yeah, like, Literally all my family and friends did not know it was me. So that was something that I thought was really fun because nobody knew that that was me. I thought it was fun. That's, that's interesting. Uh, are you, uh, you just said you watched Kim Possible. Are you a big fan now? No, I've been a fan since I was a kid. Okay. But to go back and watch it in order, that's something else. Because you know how, you know, you come home from school, you put your backpack down, first thing you do, turn on TV, Disney Channel. What else? Or Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. Like, those are the three. But most of the time for me, I was watching that or Scooby-Doo. Well, 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 Scooby-Doo for a second. <laughs> let's, let's stay on Kim Possible for now. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, what's your favorite Kim Possible uh, episode or moment or... My favorite one so far has been when um, Shigo and Kim Possible switched. They switched and uh, they was each other. Yes. And I thought that was really cool. It reminded me of like Freaky Friday, the movie. So I was like, that's cool. They can kind of see each other lives. And uh, my personal favorite is the brainwashing shampoo. <laughs> that, that was a good one too. Yes. That was a good episode. Yeah. But there's a lot of good ep episodes if possible. It really is. It really is a lot of good episodes. Like, oh, 
I like the one when Dragon was just being all crazy and kept yelling at. I think he kept yelling. He yelled at Shigo like six times in that episode. <laughs> Shigo was just dumb with him. I can't remember which one it was, but Shigo was just dumb with him. Oh, absolutely. And it's interesting that Shigo is kind of making a comeback because um, we had another guest on that actually competed as Shigo in a match. And she made her tag team partner uh, dress up as Kim Possible. She didn't have to say <laughs> that. She had to be Kim Possible. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yes, I love it. That's cool. So what, what are your, uh, that, the name of that uh, wrestler is Izzy Shaw. Uh, do you think that we might have a Misty Marks Izzy Saw battle of the Seiko match? Ooh, we, I mean, we could. I'm really to wrestle any woman in the indie scene. So, yeah, we could. We can go toe to toe. Well, you might have to take a trip down to Australia to, to get that match. But... Ooh, that's, ooh, that's far away. But we'll see. It, it might come. You never know. Anything is possible in wrestling, for sure. All right. Now, uh, you mentioned it, and I want to uh, touch on it. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> okay. But, uh, what's, your... what's your favorite Scooby-Doo, let's say, rendition? Because there's been so many versions of it as of now. Like, the, does the original, what's new, um, who's that? <laughs> yeah, so... it's so many. Hmm? Yeah, I said, yeah, you're right. It's so many. Yeah, so what's what Scooby-Doo is your favorite? Which one are you um, uh, putting on on Netflix, let's say? My favorite one, ha- I think, well, let me break it. My favorite theme song is the pup named Scooby-Doo. That is my favorite theme song. Now, the favorite Scooby-Doo I was like is the original, um, What's New Scooby-Doo? Okay. I don't think uh, a pup named Scooby-Doo gets as enough credit as it does. It doesn't. It it gets put to the back burner, yeah. Yeah, but that was a really fun one. And one I I actually have on DVD. (laughs) Because you just can't find it out there. I have the whole whole original series. Um, One of my uh, ex-lovers bought me the whole original series, so I have it on DVD. Wow. (laughs) Yes, I remember one that I just popped in. I was just watching Scooby-Doo all night. Yeah, I love him so much. So you're very committed to Scooby-Doo. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I am committed. He is my favorite of all time character. You have like the the collectibles and all those things? I actually have a whole wall of mini collectibles. I have the bubble, the bubble machine that came out. I have the blanket that came out when the new movie came out. Um, frisbees, uh, wall clocks. I have a lot. What's maybe your most cherished item? It's this, um, this, I have a tile, (laughs) a tile that came out when I was like in middle school and uh, it's a little tile set, the big one and the, the, the little, I've had that since I was in middle school. That's my most cherished one. My cousin gave it to me for my birthday. So I keep that one very near to me. Okay. All right. And now, uh, you're Misty with two eyes. And yes. Could you tell us how how that came to be and who who was a part of that creative process? So um 
I was before I decided to go on this journey as a wrestler. Um, I was in this. Uh, I'm in this wrestling group with some friends that I kind of just stumbled upon, and um, they was like, "Hey, you know, I got this group going for rest, like wrestling fans. Blah, blah blah. You should come in the group." I was like, "Okay." So they invited me in the group, and I was telling them, "I was like, hey, y'all, I think I want to wrestle." They was like, "What? That's cool." Da 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 da. da. And I was like, "I need a name. I need a name. I need to come up with a name, and I want my name to start with an M." And they was like, why? I was like, that's just something I want to do. Like, roll with it. So um, <laughs> so I was trying to find a name that was not like a popular name that I can make myself. So uh, I came up with Misty. Um, and, and when I came up with Misty, I was like, okay. I Googled Misty. I spelled it all kinds of ways. Nothing came up. I was like, okay, perfect. I had a name that's not... Uh, Googleable, if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> and so, and so I was like, okay, cool. Missy's my first name. Now, how can I come up with this last name? Like, I don't know. Like, give me something. So my friends were throwing out stuff, and I was kind of like playing with it a little bit, trying to see what it sounds like on mic, you know. Um, and then Marks just came about, and I was like, I like Marks. I like how I like the word play on Marks. I like how it works with Misty. Cool. So um, when I first made my page, I spelled it the regular way, Misty. And I felt like it wasn't me. Like I'm more than just Misty. To me, it just sounds plain. So I was like, hmm, how can I spice up this name? How can I make it different? So I was like, ooh, I play more than one role in the wrestling world. Like I am a wrestler. I am a manager. I am a referee. So I, then I came up with the two eyes at the end of my name, just to say I'm twice as better than you because I know more. And that's how that all came about. That is awesome. Yeah. That's why we have a podcast is for stories like that. <laughs> yeah, I put a lot of thought into that. I really did. And I know people be like, why she got two eyes? It's because I'm twice as better than you. No, I honestly, I feel that it's perfect. I mean, like you said, um, you know, I don't think a lot of pro wrestlers, when they come into it, realize how important the name is. Because when, and as a, uh, as somebody that Googles wrestlers often for my job, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to have a Google a Googleable name for right. people to find you. Right, and I have to say, you're the only Misty Marks on Google today. And I look, I accomplished what I set out to do. <laughs> I accomplished. That was my goal. No, absolutely. And um, you said that you're also a manager, but I haven't seen you actually managing anybody at, during my research. No, you're correct. Um, the reason why I say I'm a manager because uh, when I first, I actually started um, when I went to Booker T's uh, wrestling school. He had a seminar, and I was like, "Oh, I want to be a manager. Like that's what I want to do." And so when I asked um, Booker T, I was like, "Hey, how do you become a manager?" He's like, "You have to learn how to wrestle first. And I was like, "What?" And then I had to wrestle, so I got into the wrestling part before I knew I was going to be this wrestler. I wanted to be a manager coming in originally. Hmm. So basically the wrestling aspect kind of fell into your lap because, you know, if I'm learning how to wrestle, might as well just be the wrestler, right? Right. Absolutely. So 
could be, uh, is managing still on your radar, or is that kind of to the wayside now, you know, that you're an active competitor yourself? Uh, I'm 50-50. Like, um, I know there are some male groups out there that has like, oh, Missy, you should manage me. Like, your verbiage, the way you talk, it'll, it'll be really good with our group. And I'm like, you know, that might, might be good for me. Let me think about it. So, um, it's on my radar. It's, I'm not dabbling in it too much. I'm focusing on the wrestling part as, as of right now. Okay. And, uh, you know, if you do ever decide to go into um, that managerial uh, position, get your uh, manager's license, um, who do you have on your radar that you'd like to, you know, acquire their contracts? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I honestly haven't really thought about it. Like, I like, I just knew, like, oh, I want to be a manager, but I didn't think, oh, I want to manage you. I want to manage you. <laughs> um, oh, no, at one point, I let, let me take that back. At one point, I wanted to um, manage Promise Braxton. Uh, be a part, I wouldn't say manager, but be a part of her, like her faction. Just stand next to her and just talk trash to everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, that was on my radar at one point. Yeah, promise Braxton. So, basically, be a manager. <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. No, uh, yeah. You are prominently in, you know, in a woman, the women's division. Uh, it, is intergender wrestling on your radar, or are you just kind of sticking to uh, the females for right now? I just want to stick with the women. Could you maybe elaborate on um, why you're sticking with that decision for right now? Um, I just feel like there are a lot of male wrestlers out there, and there's not enough. There's not enough woman on woman wrestling. So I feel like intergender wrestling, just me one-on-one with another guy. I don't see, I don't see the purpose in that. That's just me personally. Um, I've had inter, I have, I've had had intergender uh, tag match, um, which was a lot of fun, but um, I don't see the point with the one-on-one matches. I just, I want, I want, I want to stick with the women. I think I will learn a lot more from the women in the ring than I would from a guy in that aspect. I respect that. Uh, now it's once again time for that segment, Coleco's Colossal Question, not featuring Coleco. Um, <laughs> they've decided to make a movie about you. And every movie has a soundtrack. What would be the first three songs on the Misty Marks movie soundtrack of your wrestling career up to this point? Ooh. Um. Oh, that's a great question. Okay, let me think about that. Hmm. First song popped into my head just now was uh, "Who Run the World, Girls" by Beyonce. Okay. Um. Dang, that's a really good question. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> That is a brain teaser for real. Um, so many is popping in my head. Uh, there's this <laughs> keep keeping me on my toes. That's for sure. Keeping you on your um, toes. That's what we do here. <laughs> um, 
There's a J. Cole song. I can't, I do not know the lyrics. I mean, uh, the, the name of the song. How'd that song go? Um, what is the name of that song? Mm. We could go to uh, another question while you're Googling and looking through your playlist if you want. Yeah, help me out. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> That was a really good question. I've never thought about that. Okay, I'm ready. We'll come. We'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll ha I'll have the other two songs. Okay, right now we're at Beyonce. Who wants the world? That's all we got. Yeah, that's we got one. Okay, now onto a controversial subject. Okay, pineapple on pizza. What's your stance? Ew, ew, why, why, <laughs> why? Take that off. No, absolutely not. So you're the very um, uh, no pe uh, no pineapple. Absolutely not. Don't you dare. It doesn't belong on there, right? It don't. I don't see what people. I don't know who made that up and who did it, but they need. They should have. They should never did that. <laughs> <laughs> they should never did that. Well, I guess, the, I guess it's done now. It is, but ugh, ugh, I could never. Alright. What's mm -hmm. your spirit Pokemon? Ooh, my spirit Pokemon. Charmander. Alright. Well, Charmander. Always gotta respect the OGs, no? Yes, always. Give him their props. He's so sweet, but if you make him mad, he yeah, he go, you know, Charizard. Come on now. <laughs> Don't forget Charmeleon. Charmeleon is pretty mean himself. He is. But ain't he cute? He is, isn't he? <laughs> He's just it's so cute. Like, uh, it's kind of like Charmander is the uh, the child, and then Charmeleon is the teen, the moody teenager, and then Charmander is the full-grown one. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly told correctly. That's perfect. <laughs> Weirdest question you'll ever be asked on a pro wrestling podcast. Uh -oh. Uh oh, here come the weirdos. Let's go. Would you ever consider wrestling a rock? Not Dwayne Johnson, not the country, an actual rock. Hmm. I'll, I'll probably consider it. I'll consider it. Yes, I'll consider it. Yes. All right. And just for context, there's this wrestler named uh, Psycho Mike that wrestled an actual rap for over 15 minutes in a tungsten man match. An iron match that lasts for two weeks. What? Yep. Okay, then I'll take it back. I will not consider <laughs> I'll take it back. I'll take it back. I don't want it. <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't be a tungsten man match. You wouldn't be out there for two weeks. <laughs> oh, Lord. That sounds exhausting. Yeah, and unfortunately, Mike didn't win. Yeah, uh, see, that's, that's, mm, that's the bad part. Yeah. The, I mean, there's mm. a reason The Rock is the world champion. It's the world champion. Yeah. Facts. All right. Uh, and on the show, we love the late great uh, Tracy Smothers. Um, do you know the acronym for Doug? T H U G. 
I do not. I didn't know that was an acronym for thug. Yes. T is for terrible. H is for hell. U is for ugly. And G is for jail. Because I thug can't spell. <laughs> that sucks. I don't like that acronym. <laughs> oh, we love Tracy Smothers. One, one of the all-time legends that doesn't necessarily get his flowers uh, in the business. Mm-mm-mm. Um, all right. You had a little bit of time to think about the colossal question. Have you had um, have you come up with the other two songs or continue? I did. So okay. one of the song, the other song would be um, "Nobody's Perfect" by J. Cole. Okay, that's two. Yeah, that's two. And then my last song, I. Think. Um, dang it! It's called uh. I, I, I'm still stuck. <laughs> I'm still stuck. I, okay, I'll do. The, I'll go Mario. Uh, Mario. Uh, braid my hair. All right. Those are your three songs. I do not lock it in, but I'm a press the button anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. Uh, You know, we've had many guests uh, before this uh, contact me later on and tell me, hey, I'd like to swap out this song, or this song, I'd like to put this song after this one. So, I mean, after the interview, if you think of anything else, feel free to message me and I will update the video in the description and on uh, all sorts of medias that what Misty Mark's dream songs are. All right? Absolutely. Yeah, I might change it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It is once again time for that, uh, that segment. Misty Mark's Bizarre Adventure. You're a pro wrestler that goes up and down the road and real crazy and bizarre things are bound to happen. Can you tell us a story that fits that description? A bizarre and crazy story. Hmm. Real crazy, bizarre, fun. Hmm. I don't know. Nothing weird has happened to me. (laughs) Like... I feel like my my life is sort of normal, kind of. Um, let's see. Ooh, that could be a good story. Okay, so one time, me and some friends, we went to uh, Mexico. And there was this weird, weird thing kept happening. So um, every time... Well, I guess it was, I guess it wasn't weird. It was more like fun. So the, um, we lived on, well, our Airbnb was like on the third floor. So when we got there, we have all our luggage and everything. We're pressing the elevator. The elevator doesn't work. So we had to climb up like five flights of stairs to get to our Airbnb. <laughs> and so finally, when the, um, when we were, uh, like our last day there, the elevator worked. So every time we got on the elevator, we would like do a dance. Like somebody would play music and we would all just be dancing on the elevator. And that was like the best time. And that actually happened this year. Oh, it was so much fun. 
the last day. We just got on the elevator, like, hey, y'all, we on the elevator. All right, who's we got the music? We'll play the music and we'll just dance all the way to the bottom floor. That's crazy. What did they have effects or did it just decide to walk? I don't I don't know what happened. I think uh I know when we got there, it was like, yeah, we got the elevator, blah blah blah. We was like, okay, we pressing a button and it's not working. And then this guy came out of nowhere and said, Oh yeah, it doesn't work. I'll carry y'all stuff up. We was like, huh? It was they came out of nowhere. It was like, well, we're gonna give you our luggage. No, nah, that don't sound right. And then on the last day, one of us, hey man, let's just try to click on the elevator, it works. We was like, hell yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Cause it was a lot, like it was a lot of luggage. It was five of us, so yeah, you can imagine five girls in Mexico. You yeah. can imagine how heavy those suitcases were. Yeah, he, uh, he probably threw out his back that day. <laughs> <laughs> I know he was tired. That man was sweating bullets. <laughs> you, ever, oh, you ever see uh, the Big Bang Theory and the literally the, the uh, there's an elevator that hadn't walked. For the whole duration of the series. Oh my god, yes. I've seen every episode of Big Bang, so yes. <laughs> Shaking my head. Yeah, that elevator never worked. I don't even know why I was in the like why I was even in there. Like that was ridiculous. You know, it's you know, I guess it was just an aesthetic that had to have people know that there was an elevator there, but it never ever worked. I think one episode it worked, but by the time they got there to use the elevator, it was broke again. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been so upset. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember. All right. Uh, I'm more serious now. Where do you see yourself in five years? Five years. So five years, hopefully I would... Um, be known as a good, a great wrestler in this business, you know, after having six years under my belt, um, I will hope to maybe find someone to spend my life with and, um, you know, maybe travel the world more and just have fun, live life to the fullest. I love that answer. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. What's a match people? What's a match that people should go out of their way to, uh, to see that best shows off what Misty Marks is all about? Let me see my bestest match. Ooh, I would say my match with um, Jasmine Allure at Dog Pound. Hmm. It's on a TSW app, TSW Plus app. I think that was some of my best work. She's a great competitor. So, um, yeah, go out your way and see that match. Even the match with Matt, Maddie Rinkowski, I was amazing. So those two matches, top of my list. All right. Well, if you have the app, go see the Jasmine Allure match. Um, I believe the match um, with Maddie Rinkowski is uh, on YouTube. Um, yes, I believe it is too, yes. So I will actually put that match in the description of the video below, but on YouTube and CastBox, and uh, people could go check it out uh, after they listen to this interview, if they haven't already. Yes, please. Go subscribe, TSW+, Plus, or follow the Dog Pound page. They put, they put the links to all our matches there as well. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, since we are nearing the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with the eight questions of Duke. Dun, dun, dun. 
This is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready, Mister? I'm ready. I'm ready. <clears throat> Let's go. I ain't gonna be slow like with the three with the three songs. Let's go. <laughs> Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time. Of all time, Jesus. Um. Ooh, ooh. See, you already got me. <laughs> Randy Orton. Randy Orton. All right, there we go. Worst wrestler. Worse? Ooh. Well, I mean, he really didn't wrestle. I don't even know his name. He used to run with, um, what is her name? Carmella. The dude that used to run with Carmella. James I can't think of his name. Yes, him. All right. I will take that answer. Your main event in WrestleMania for the World Championship. Who is your opponent? Oh, easy. Bianca Belair. If you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sweet. Finish the sentence. Kayfabe is... Kayfabe. <laughs> uh, um... Ooh... Oh, that's a hard one. Kayfabe is... We were doing so well. <laughs> I know! Dang it! Um, the tongue. <laughs> Kevin Owens. Kayfabe is Kevin Owens? I, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> you threw me off! <laughs> oh, Lord. We Alicia Fox. Huh? I don't know. Speak to somebody. We also would have accepted taste great on toast. <laughs> well, that's what I'm changing my answer to. <laughs> I changed my answer, y'all. <laughs> Squash, fruit or vegetable? It's a vegetable. It is indeed a fruit. Really? It, it Indeed, yes. It tastes like a vegetable to me. I'm just saying. It's because it has seeds. Oh, okay. Can't argue with that. So that means a cucumber is a is a is a fruit too. Uh, no, no you're putting me. On. I, I, look, I got you. They you got, got some little seeds in there. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, you may have gotten the question wrong, but you're a part of Squash Squad. You're in. Good graces with Coleco Yachts, and that means a hell of a lot more. Yay! I'm okay. I'm happy with that now. Come on, what else you gonna give me? <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestler Tai Chi, his ring gear gets smaller every year, revealing more of himself to the world. My Lord. question What is the appropriate trunks to butt cheek ratio for ring gear? Oh, right. If you can get right up in the butt, like just go right up in it and show all the booty. That's the right ratio, right? That just show all the booty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and the last question, the main event, the thing everybody wants to know. Okay. Have you ever had a conversation with a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen? Never. And that is the correct answer. 
I didn't know that was a correct answer to that. <laughs> yes, it's the correct answer. That is funny. Uh, 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 that will conclude this interview. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me, Mr. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. And once again, where can we find Mr. Marks on social media? Like I said before, you can find me on all social media at Misty Marks with an S and with two I's because I am twice as better than you. All right. And um, I mean, you listen, you've been listening to her for almost an hour. Give her a damn follow. And if you see her in person, buy a damn 8x10. Thank you. That's all I have. Thank you so much, James. Yes, buy it. Yeah, and of course, all of those links will be in the description of the video below or on YouTube and CastBox, so you don't have to type it in, you don't have to Google. Simply click the link, push the follow button, and you're good to go. And uh, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, but on YouTube and CastBox. Of course, this was sponsored by World Energy and Player One Coffee. Uh, join us next week for another incredible interview. Um, you can also uh, find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling with E um, for all your wrestling with, uh, entertainment needs. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JamesJ993. You can follow Coleco at I am Coleco, and you can follow Scooter at Scooter Dust. Of course, on the Nobody Out Crazy Ophelia uh, Network on YouTube and uh, on YouTube for um, the remix. The, only live alternative commentary uh, for WWE events uh, starting with WrestleMania Night 1 and Night 2. Alright, uh, Misty, when I say wrestling what you say entertainment. I'm ready. Alright, for always special guest Misty Marks, Coleco Yacht, Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling With Entertainment! Ah! Hey guys, this is Brutal Bob Evans from Hangs With Bob Seminars and TheWrestleLife.com, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hey folks, this is The Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Enjoy the show. Support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.